start this podcast with a nice Ooh. Red Bull. Let's talk about all the drinks that I have in front of me right now. Okay. There's a purple. Oh, it's pretty disgusting. Is it? Does it taste like a lollipop? That's what I imagined. It tastes like a lollipop boiled down in medicine. Ooh. It's like cough syrup, Gross. basically. Um, that's the price you gotta pay to get amped. A Kai Berry Red Bull. This is, pr- did you taste it? It's pretty disgusting. There's another flavor in there that I, I'm, I know is better. I'm gonna stick with my cough syrup. Okay, same. I have all my drinks in order. We have three drinks. We each have a seltzer, we each have a Red Bull, we each have a coffee. Wow, it's pretty intense. Things are going to get a little crazy. I need them all in a good place. Who's amped? So I don't have to move my head to get them and make noise. Yeah, you're a microphone sipper. I am. Okay. So, for anyone who didn't listen to the first podcast... I didn't even listen to the first podcast. Yeah, I did. But I was here, so I know essentially what happened. It counts. Um, This is the second episode. Yow! Yay. We might sing some T-Pain. Everyone ready for that? She's looking at me. Um, that also doubles as my Aziz impression. Do we like him anymore? Ladies? Write in the comments. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think... I'm going to not say anything. Instead. Are you sure? Yeah. I okay. think it's all been said. There's no, I'm not adding anything to the conversation. Anyway. Well, now that's settled. (laughs) Okay. So what's this podcast about, Emily? This podcast where we talk about what we looked at on the internet this week. Yeah. This is internet stuff that we like. Yeah. Should we change the name? Podcast description. Yeah. Or just change the name of the podcast to internet stuff you might like. Yeah. Flows right off the tongue. It does. This week, I'm, it's a little bit lighter than last week, than Elzagate. I want to look into the pickup artist community, also known as the seduction community. Also known as the John Hamm episode of Black Mirror. Yes or no? Oh. Um, n- yes, it is exactly like that, actually. But it's, you know, if you picture John Hamm, being the one giving seduction advice. Oh, yeah, it's like the best case scenario. (laughs) Some like really hot daddies on the other side giving advice. Yeah, so if everyone wants to picture him while I explain it, then it's, you know, it's it's a lot warmer. But it's not. It's all you guys. Everyone look at yourselves in the mirror. It's people just like you. Are you John Hamm? I look just like John Hamm. Yeah. So if I was giving this advice, you should listen. Yeah, it would be hot. You can really get away with a lot when you're hot. Yeah, you can. What else has John Hamm done? I feel like he has a clean record. Because he started late, you know? He doesn't have the record of all the creepy shit he did when he was 20 or 30. That's true. But I feel like even if it was out there, it would be clean. Yeah, he makes me feel pretty safe. Yeah. We love you. So... What is the seduction community, you might be asking? 
I took the about from seductioncommunity.com. One of many seduction source. Invaluable source. Oh. Go on. I'm going to take my shoes off. Take your shoes off. Is that allowed? Okay. Fun fact. Emily doesn't smell. That's true. I don't know how you do it. Once a week. You can continue while I do this. Yes. So I'm taking the about from seductioncommunity.com. The seduction community is where men learn from experienced mentors in seduction, attraction, dating, sex, and all related topics around women. Are the mentors men? Yes. Always? Not always, but 90% of the time. Okay. I've only, I've been on a few different sites, mostly men. If it's a woman, it's like a point of interest. Hey, I'm a woman. I'm going to give you advice. Okay. It's 99%. And this is all always for straight people. Yes, pretty much. If you want to know the secret, this is also from. Yeah, I can tell by the way you're talking. (laughs) (laughs) This is just how I talk. (laughs) If you want to know the secret ingredients of female attraction, and how you can use them, you're in the right place. If you want more freedom and choice with women, you're also in the right place. If you'd like to learn the skills of seduction that the best seducers use, again, you're in the right place. Every day, the seduction community breaks down seduction strategies, psychological research, and insights from master seducers into simple, actionable steps that can improve your success with women. Master seducers, huh? Master seducers. So, on the whole, it's kind of a movement of men whose big goal is seduce women into sleeping with them. Sounds Um, like the circle of life. It is the circle of life. And on, you know, from from a glimpse, from afar, I don't really have a problem with this. You have men who are like, let's figure out how to pick up girls. Here's some tactics we use, you know. It's like it's like Cosmo for men. I uh okay. Right? No. Kind of. Well, I need to know more cuz it's I'm I think I'm already sinking my teeth into my side of it, which I'm doing too early. Yes, you are. That's why I'm trying to establish some base here. Okay. Establish. So they kind of essentially they reject I would say the norms of dating now so they're not very interested in you know buy her something or you know they kind of expand beyond the normal advice you might hear and they go very it's very detailed so when they say strategy they definitely mean it it's very like do this at this time say this at this time look make eye this contact way. for six seconds and then look at her mouth and yeah then- I don't know if I have a big problem with that so why is it maybe a good thing? In some instances, a lot of the game, quote-unquote, that they, that they spit, a lot of them are based on positive, like, on value on yourself. So it's not so much like, this is what a girl is, this is what a woman is. It's more like, hey, if you're a man, you need to have all your shit together. You need to care about how you look. You have to have hobbies, have friends. You know, don't be don't be overbearing. Like play it cool. Spend more time. Invest in yourself. That's a lot of what the advice I'm reading on this these forums are. The forums being the seductioncommunity.com, seduction Reddit, right? 
Mm-hmm. They're kind of like trying to give men like a reason to like themselves and be confident. Like that. Like that. That's fine. Right. She wants so bad to say but at the end of that sentence. <laughs> I'm waiting. So I just want to put that out there that I'm not here to say like anyone who looks at these websites or like is trying to learn how to pick up girls. I don't think it's inherently negative or inherently misogynistic or anything like that. I don't. I actually think there's a lot of positive self-love to be obtained. Sure. Right? Focus on your fitness, all that. So how does it get a little weird? Talk to me. Emily's excited. (laughs) So I think what definitely strikes me as the weirdest thing going on all these websites is it definitely gets scientific as far as approach goes. But also the terms they use, there's so much jargon Mm. that I genuinely felt, like, lost. I I couldn't really understand. Um, They have a ton of acronyms. A few examples. AFC refers to average frustrated chump. Um, Alpha male of the group, A-M-O-G. Who's the average frustrated chimp? Who's not the average frustrated chump? So that's just... Your guy with no game. Your guy with no game. So people are coming in for the first time being like, hey, new AFC here. I don't think you'd really want to refer to yourself as that, though. I think you'd be like more like, don't be an AFC. Don't be like that, you know? There's other ones like, okay, LTR. We know all, we all know that, long-term relationship. Oh, it's like lettuce, tomato. <laughs> Relish? Rock and roll. <laughs> Um, a big one I saw is neg, N-E-G. Um, this is something let- you say that is the opposite of a compliment. Okay. Negative enforcement. Well, it's just neg. Oh. It's not an acronym. This one's just like, they just want to shorten it. Instead of a compliment, it's a neg. Okay. So I'd be like, oh, I don't, I, I oh, don't have any like game. I don't know what I'd say. girls to knock them down so that they want your approval. Yes. Like to intentionally insult women to, that you're trying to sleep with. Yeah. Great. Like nice nails. Are they real? Is the example given here. Going through these posts, it was used constantly. It's, again, I'm going to take a step back. It maybe sounds weird to write it out. Like you use a neg. And it's weird to put a term to it. But at the same time, that's totally... People do it all the time. I mean, people, it sounds like such a fucking play from a 90s, like, go-getter rom-com. Totally. And it is. Because that's where we learn our learn our game. <laughs> I guess the question is, does it work? And do I hate on them for it? No, I don't. I'm kind of like, this is kind of... I feel like it's lame. It makes me feel like they're average, frustrated chumps. Yeah, I've personally always loved when a man makes me hate myself so that he can penetrate me yeah go on (laughs) i'm gonna start tilting into the you know a little more sketchy stuff all right another term is lmr um lost mom radioactive you're part of this forum, aren't you? <laughs> Last minute resistance. Oh. oh. Never want to hear that word resistance. 
This is from the Seduction Reddit Glossary of Terms, LMR. This is when the girl puts up some sort of defense before sex, usually when you're both naked or nearly naked. The girl may actually be uncomfortable or not want to have sex for whatever reason. Or she might be given token resistance. It's your job to use value judgment and decide how you should handle it based on what she says or her body language, general vibe, or whatever signs you can interpret. So it's, oh my fucking God. It's like, I'm telling you, I changed my mind. I don't want to have sex with you. And they're like, are you, is like, is this a sign? Yeah. And how can I like, read this it? this is a game. Right. And that's, to me, right, once I... the truth can't possibly be that I just don't want to fuck you. Right. Or it's your job to, like, figure out how to make me. Even though I don't want to. God, I fucking hate everything with a penis. Um, I don't. I do. I have many, many treasured penises in my life. I am. I've put in a lot of work to make it zero. <laughs> Continue. Um... And I think this is definitely, and this is kind of, you know, with the whole Aziz thing, I think it's a similar, there's maybe a lot of men with the mentality of not necessarily something instinctually within them, but that they're maybe told or that is in their own culture that if you have resistance, just an opportunity to try to work your, you know, flex and like make them want it. Right. I think, yeah. Well, it totally also stems from this place of entitlement of I put all this work into myself. I've played you for so long. Right. Like, and I'm finally naked with you. I I earned this. I deserve this. And then also, like, the beating down our throats constantly that women want to be, like, persistence is fucking cute. And, like, chasing somebody when they tell you no is just part of the game. Yeah. And that, like, when I tell you no, I actually am just, like, toying with you. Right. And I really do want it if you, only you could really convince me. Yeah. Right. Here's an example. Here's a post on the subreddit referring to L- LMR, pres- like... Last-minute resistance. Okay. Referring to LMR specifically. So the question was posed... What are your techniques for overcoming token last-minute resistance? So this man has already decided it was token. It was not regretful or... She doesn't mean it, basically. Yeah. How do you overcome it? The top comment. I think the basic rules of thumb are, one, take care of the logistics ahead of time. Momentum is key. Any break in the flow gives her a chance to stop feeling and start thinking. We can't have our women thinking. We can't, huh? Two, two steps forward, one step back. You be the one to occasionally offer token resistance. She'll feel better that you're going through the same conflicted thoughts slash feelings too. And of course, your quote unquote resistance is significantly easier for you to overcome. That kind of fucked me up a little bit. Because it's total mind games. It's to- and it's mind games about something that you're you're trying to convince someone who's 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 having second thoughts that you are too, just so that they maybe it, it it eases their mind just to get them to do it. I read through a lot of these, and I don't think that it's all manipulation, really kind of rape stuff. But this 
it definitely starts teetering in certain ones that yeah. you stop looking at them as a human with feelings and you start looking at them as as game. Totally. Yeah. But it's even way before then of at the bar when I'm saying like, oh, no, I don't I don't need a drink. Thanks. No, I'm actually here with my friends turning my back to you. And it's like, oh, she's really into it. Right. Or or how can I make it work? Yeah. As, how yeah, can I change her like mind? It's just like the sex is a thing her. to be one. Yeah. Okay, so are there ever women chiming in here? Like, I feel like men just giving other men advice about women is such a dangerous place to go. There 100% is advice from women, but that advice is is normal advice, as there is much normal advice from men. So a lot of advice, it's okay to be like, hey, be approachable, be, be light, be confident, mm-hmm. don't seem needy. You know, when you're asking someone out on a date, don't say, hey, are you free this weekend? Say, Nick's game, got next ticket, want to come? Mm-hmm. Stuff like that. Or I'm like, yeah, that, I think that's all sound advice. Yeah. I have not seen any women say, hey, if she doesn't want a bone, but you're in the bed, you know, just tell her you don't want a bone either and she'll reconsider. I don't think. Right. I was just, yeah, I was more curious of if women are jumping in being like, Hey, actually. No, no, no. Yeah. No, never in the comments. Because um, I wouldn't be surprised if they were kicked out. So, as you can see, it kind of it flirts with this scientific dehumanization, manipulation, rapey stuff. Mm-hmm. I wanted to venture out just a tad bit more to show that it gets a little bit worse. Great. Now, this is not Reddit anymore. This is not forums. There's a few famed pickup artists um chris angel mind freak sexy chris angel (laughs) um do you remember that show the pickup artist was it like vh1 or something and he he, he wore like a white tuxedo with really long coattails kind of like cropped in the front he looked like chris angel a little bit hot yeah type it in oh my god yeah Anyone at home can Google. Imagine this fucking guy. Yeah, Google Top Hat the pickup artist VH1. Is it VH1? Yeah. Pickup artist VH1. It's like furry rave top hat. Yeah. With aviator He's peacocking, on them. if I remember. Ah. Wow. So there's guys like that. I can't imagine this guy like coming up to me in a bar. Yeah. Imagine if he was the guy who was trying to... He has, like, a micro your, your last resistance. with a piercing in it, too. Yeah, he's freaky. What's he doing now? I don't know. But the guy I wanted to talk about is this guy, Roosh V. Roosh? Roosh. R-O-O-S-H. Okay. Um, he has his own site. He has two sites, actually. RooshTV.com. And he also runs another website, Return of Kings. He is a pickup artist, but he also is a firm believer of neo-masculinity. Hmm. Um, and the reason I bring him up is because I think that there is so much in these forums and stuff about men finding value in themselves, but there's a lot of women devaluing in the process sometimes. And Roosh V is, gets a little scary. So what's neo-masculinity, you might be wondering. I'll take it from his about page. Right. Here's a few of the principal tenets of neo-masculinity. One, men and women are genetically different, 
both physically and mentally. Sex roles evolved in all mammals. Humans are not exempt. A woman's value significantly depends on her fertility and beauty. A man's value significantly depends on his resources, intellect, and character. Elimination of traditional sex roles and the promotion of unlimited mating choice in women unleashes their promiscuity and their negative behaviors that block family formation. Oh, I'm getting scared. Social feminism, cultural Marxism, and social justice warriorism <laughs> aim to destroy the family unit, decrease the fertility rate, and impoverish the state through large welfare entitlements. Ah, yes. <laughs> so he really, he really goes... He really goes balls to the wall here. And he's, like, currently active now. Yeah. He, ha- he had a lot of, uh, he, he got a lot of flack because people were saying he was promoting, pr- he was pro-rape, and he kind of is. He said As some- one can be. Yeah. He said that rape should be legal on private property. What? Yeah. Something along those lines. Oh my God, that makes me want to fucking cry yeah he has meetups or he had meetups at least that were like only straight straight males um and i again i don't i'm not for the tribalism i think separating inherently is just bad it's not gonna actually bring people together mm-hmm. you're gonna feel more isolated from everyone but a couple examples a couple blog posts he made include do not have sex with feminists Women must have their behavior and decisions controlled by men. Eight things American women must do to make themselves more attractive for men. So, you know, this guy is definitely not the best. What's his name? I want to see what he looks like. Roosh V. I would also love to visit, like, an early life section if he has one. I know. See, like, who who hurt you? Yeah. <laughs> um, Roosh, say it one more time. V. Yeah. A fun part of his website and his FAQ, it said, I'm a girl. I want to ask you a question. And he said, I probably won't answer your email unless you include a link to your picture. Both face and body must be visible. Mm. <laughs> you know, it's a bummer is that he's like kind of a hottie. Yeah. I don't think that's a coincidence. You think if he was fucking ugly as hell that he would. Fuck yeah. I feel like this is for ugly people. Yeah. But if he couldn't. Yeah. I don't know, though. I kind of think it's similar to John Hamm. There's a level of attractiveness you have to be for any of this to work. Yeah. Yeah. I guess you have to be in an uncanny valley of, like, attractive enough, but no game. Yeah. I'm reading his early life on his Wikipedia right now. Um, and it says, well, his first book was entitled Bang, colon, <laughs> The Pickup Bible That Gets You More Lays. But then it says... After that, he came out with a sex-themed travel guide for countries around the world. Oh, yes. Stick with that. That's kind of fun. Yeah. Yeah, but it's not. Because it's just like how to take advantage of foreign women? Well, that I think the, the, whole, the reason this whole thing is interesting to me is because the line of taking advantage and just trying to give advice is, is kind of gray. Like, obviously, the last-minute resistance thing is clearly crossing the line. But if you had a sex travel guy, like, hey, Eastern European women tend to like... Like it in the butt. <laughs> they won't tell you that they really <laughs> want it, but trust me, they do. Just stick Just, it in there. Yeah. But really, you know, stuff like that are more like, oh, they, they like short shorts on men or like, you know, there's a line that can be crossed. 
Or there's a line yeah. that can't be where it's just like, hey, this is generally what these women like. But even sweeping generalizations in any matter is is crazy. It's cuckoo right. bananas. So yeah, I I liked it as like I imagined a brochure with all the fun sex clubs around Bermuda. Yeah, but no, I don't have an innocent soul, I guess. You know, just in, in comparison, I think that it can be semi-harmless, but I think it's it's a very slippery slope. And kind of just like the Aziz thing, I think people's line that they draw themselves is going to vary drastically. And I think that is what makes this really interesting, especially people like Roosh, who are so far beyond, like, I think what's culturally in today's world acceptable. It's interesting. Yeah. Um, well, you know, it's great. Yeah. Is that I don't think he's allowed in Canada. He's not. Yeah. Because they were saying he was inciting rape. Yeah, they were saying there was, he was going to, um, he had a speech scheduled, and then they signed a, posi- a petition because he was violating Canada's hate speech, so yeah. he's not allowed there. Yep. That's great. I fucking love Canada. They're pretty good. Okay. So Anyway. Anyway, and the, the, my, my last question would just be, what do you honestly think if there is a women equivalent that had the same degree of severity, like mm-hmm. the, a variability, I should say, where, yeah, let's say there's a site that's like, hey, how to attract men, like be cool or, you know, compliment his shirt or some shit, you yeah. know, some regular advice. That's pretty tame. But then there were these like specialists or there was like these kind of, more dark side of that advice. Yeah, I mean, that's, I guess, the obvious reversal, but it just boils down to, like, I can't, I can't really be, not saying it's impossible, but it's much harder for me to be a sexual threat or physical threat at all. And me thinking, how can I make myself more attractive and attract people to me is much different than how can I corner someone and trick them into fucking me. You find it hard to believe that women could be malicious in that way? I can't, like, I can't make a man feel unsafe. I don't think that's true at all. It's not, it doesn't have to be physical dominance, but it could, you could definitely feel threatened and fearful of someone. I agree. It's not. It doesn't happen as often. But I'm. I am. I just wanted to put it out there that if the roles were switched, I find it very interesting of where the line would be drawn. Yeah, I just don't even think it's. It's hard for me to consider it the same conversation. Yeah, it's not. And they're sweeping generalizations either way, so it's not. But anyway, that's yeah. The s- it's like both. I guess are manipulating people, but one carries a huge weight of like a physical dominance totally that is very scary yeah but anyway that's that's the seduction community thing yeah i hope i didn't hurt anyone's feelings who gets advice from there i think there's some okay stuff but you know i think there's there's a little humanity lacking in it that's Mm, all you don't say (laughs) As long as no meninists were hurt in the mm-hmm. process of making this podcast, that's all that matters. We all gotta look, we're all human. Mm. Some of us. Some are dogs. I'm an Hello, orc. baby girl. Okay. So that's mine. 
What do you got for us? First of all, how are you feeling? Because I think my eyes are starting to Your vibrate Red from this Red in? Bull. Yeah. I, like, can't breathe right. <laughs> I love Red Bull. I'm scared. I'm, I'm 90% <laughs> sure it has the same caffeine as coffee. But why is it? It fucked you up you so up. hard. I kind of feel like it's placebo. You think so? I kind of. It, like, gets, kind of it definitely gets me hot. I feel like my blood pumps. I'm sweating. Like, I'm good. I should drink it before a workout. Yeah, that's good. And just play, like. Like German breathing house so music. loud. Okay. Ready? Ready. Okay. So this week I decided to put in a casual Google search entitled Celebrities That Have Murdered People. Ooh. Yeah, I feel like everyone's done this at some point. I think I have. But I don't think I've ever Googled it. But it's like you're on a Wikipedia page. Of someone you like, and it's like, oh. Right, and you're like, what? Yeah. Nothing like the old personal life slash controversy section of a Wikipedia. Love it. Oh, totally. So, first of all, there's a ton. Most of them are celebrities that have killed people in a car crash. Totally. I feel like that's how it goes down. So, that's most of them, and they're not that scandalous, but it's like Caitlyn Jenner, Laura Bush. Um, Wasn't that a car crash? Car crash? Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Oh, oh, oh. They both killed people in car crashes. Venus Williams hmm. killed somebody in a car crash. Um, and my personal... Maybe it's just me. Sorry. I'm no, going to put ahead. this out there. I kind of feel like... Yeah. All right. If someone killed my mom accidentally in a car crash, I would be I would be destroyed as a person. Mm-hmm. But if it was an accident and they were like... Yeah, if they were like texting or something and killed my mom, I'd be like, you need to like, go to jail. But... What if they're drunk? Hell yeah. Hell yeah what? You need to go to jail. <laughs> I love being drunk. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck yeah. <laughs> I guess I feel like there's so many car crashes all the time, every day. I feel like they're just like little mistakes it that totally could end depends. up killing someone. Yeah. So um, Brandy. Was- Brandy was one. Yeah. Anyway, my personal thing. But they none fave. of them went to jail, right? No, because right. they're effing celebs. They're like, let me give you an autograph and let a rare give $2 autograph. bill and let me off the hook. Um, okay, but my personal fave is Matthew Broderick, America's Sweetheart, Ferris Bueller. Let's go. Is he America's Sweetheart? Not anymore, because you want to know what Ferris Bueller did on his day off? One guess. No, murder. Mm. In 1987, Matthew Broderick... Um, was on holiday in Northern Ireland with his secret girlfriend, uh, Jennifer you Grey. You definitely don't want to kill someone when you're with your This is how girlfriend. they, everyone knew about their relationship. It was after this. Jennifer Grey, who also is in Ferris Bueller's Day Off with him, played his sister. Gross. Hmm. I think it's gross. So they're in Ireland, being secretly in love with his fake sister, he crosses into the wrong lane, has a head-on collision with another car, kills the driver and the passenger immediately, which was a mother and daughter. Um, Matthew Broderick told the police that he has no recollection of the crash, has no idea why he was in the wrong lane. A quote from him says, I don't remember the day. I don't what? remember even getting up in the morning. I don't remember making my bed. 
uh, when I first, what I first. That was a lawyer talking. He's probably like, just say you don't know anything. I was, yeah, my fugue state. <laughs> what I first remember is waking up in the hospital with a very strange feeling going on in my leg. I don't know about that. Yeah, but that's like that Aunt Diane movie. Fishy. What's wrong with Aunt Diane? Yeah, the movie's effing crazy. Kind of sounds similar. In a well, way, that, I don't yeah. really believe him to be honest. I don't believe him either. I think he was probably drunk or something. Yeah. Well, no, because then if you went to the hospital, they would have your blood. They would definitely know your blood alcohol level. So what else could it be that it's such a secret? I just feel like if it was manslaughter. Hand job? Could be anything. It doesn't matter what made him crash. If it was his negligence and he killed someone. Yeah. You know, that's that's that. And he would have to go to jail. But if you claim like, what what can you claim? If you claim like you're psychotic or whatever. Yeah. Who knows? I'm watching you, Matthew. <laughs> so at the time, he was charged with death by dangerous driving, but later the charge was lessened to just careless driving. Um, and he was fined. You want to guess? He killed two people. How much was he fined? $100,000. $175. Which yeah. the victim's family labeled a travesty of justice. I yeah, no that. shit. $175? <laughs> that's not even going to pay for the flowers at the funeral. That sucks. It's awful. And like, Why no wouldn't he be like, no let nothing. me pay for... Well, do we know if there any under-the-table stuff happened? Um, They... So who was killed was a mom... And the daughter. And the daughter. Um, there was a son slash brother. And... In the car or in No, existence? just alive. Okay. Um... So this happened in 1987, and the brother, I have his name here somewhere, Martin Doherty, Mm -hmm. apparently they planned to meet in, like, 2002, and Matthew Broderick wanted to apologize or whatever. Thanks, I would say. Thanks a lot. He said that never happened. Um, But there's a comment from him, because in February 2012, he said that meeting never happened that was planned to meet. Um, Matthew Broderick was featured in a multi-million dollar Honda commercial aired during the Super Bowl. And Martin Doherty, the victim's son and brother, said, probably wasn't the best choice of drivers, just knowing his past. Shit. Yeah. Dope. That sucks. It sucks. That kind of makes, yeah. I didn't really care for him in general. I didn't hate him, but that's like so shitty. After knowing this too, there's something he was in recently where a car crash happened in the show. And I was like, this seems like poor taste, but I can't remember what it was. Yeah, pr- I didn't know about this. Really? No. I feel like this is like the number one. That's why mm-hmm. I want to get out of the way. Yeah. Because it just wasn't a big deal. $175? Dude, that, he's probably, well, I don't know if he's rolling in money. He's definitely have enough. Give, give him something. Come Apparently, on now. Yeah, be like, I will pay for your kid's college or something. I don't know. I forget. Um, I was listening to something that said he like still feels really guilty about it. Not no that shit, much. you killed two people and you served no consequence. So anyway, after looking at that, I just happened to see what I'm like. What is everyone else that was in Ferris Bueller up to these days? Remember the principal? Mm-hmm. So the principal in the movie Jeffrey Jones. You mm-hmm. remember what he looks like? Yes. Snidely whiplash looking fella. Mustache. Yeah. Exactly. 
So if he were to be convicted of a crime, rape. Any other guess? Kid doodling. Oh diddly. yeah, diddler. <laughs> um, so he's a scat man too. Scat man? Yeah. Like wants to poop. Yep. Okay. You don't have a mustache like that without pooping on some people. Oh my god. So in 2002, Jeffrey Jones was arrested for possession of child pornography oh. and accused of soliciting a 14 year old to pose for nude photographs. In 2003... Where? Are you on the street? I don't don't know. (laughs) Yeah. You know what I mean? Come on up. (laughs) Um, Just come through. Probably at the mall. Like something really cliche for sure. In 2003... (laughs) He's also 14, so it's a little weird. Mm -hmm. He pleaded no contest to a felony charge of soliciting a minor. However... What do you say? um, I don't remember. (laughs) The misdemeanor charge of child pornography was dropped. His punishment was... Why? I don't know. Because he's a celeb. He gave him an autograph and a a $2 bill. (laughs) (laughs) Um, His... Yeah, when the judge is sentencing him, it's like, you can take five years in prison or give me your autograph. Yeah. His punishment was five years probation, counseling and the requirement to register as a sex offender. However, he was arrested twice for failing to update his sex offender status. This is in 2002. He's still, like, in shit all the time. Like, this just didn't affect him at all. Really? Yeah. Damn. I don't I don't like that you... The felony charges were dropped, but you're still registering as a sex offender. Mm-mm. So... The, so the child porn possession was dropped, oh, but, but not he pleaded guilty to soliciting a minor. Okay. Got it. Ugh. Ugh, kid did this. Yeah. Yeah. A quick fun tidbit. Snoop Dogg and his, bar- and his bodyguard were charged with murder of a gang rival, um, but Snoop Dogg was let off because it was self-defense, apparently. That's it for that one. Yeah, I believe that. Yeah. I feel like if you come from a tough place, then you it's not like as soon as you make money, like you're just like relieved of all, you know, everyone you've known and like all shit that used to happen to you. Yeah. Hear that? That's an empty Red Bull can. Should I crack another? <laughs> There's, if you want another one, they're over there. Do you want one? Really? Yeah. Do you know where they are? I'm just going to start screaming. Yeah. You want one? Kind of. Okay, go get it. Do you know where it, do you, do you know where it is? <laughs> is it in the fridge where the cold brew was? Oh, where the, the Coors Light is. Yeah. People are probably like, where are they? <laughs> okay, got my other Red Bull. There's also Patron in that fridge. I don't know if you saw that. Should we drink it? A little Patron and Red Bull. All right. A little grape Red Bull. All right, what's next? Okay. Don King. Tell me Ellen's murdered somebody. Ugh, I, like, kind of wish, because it would just make it... Little old Ellen. I believe it. Ha- mm, I don't know She'd if i kill him it. with kindness. Oh. <laughs> okay, Don King, boxing guy, you know? Mm-hmm. Can you picture him? Oh, hell yeah. Okay. So... Um, he was already kind of known as a criminal. Mm-hmm. Accusations of fixed fighting and money laundering and I shit like that. I think that's the only reason I know. Who okay, he is. yeah. Um, but way before 
he was even into this boxing shit. He ran a crime empire. Um, a crime empire. Yeah, let's talk about it. He's like basically a cartoon villain. Mm. Um, from a really early age, he was able to memorize huge, like really long numbers. It was his special, special talent. Um, and he used that to work as a gambling scammer. Hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, pretty soon, as a young person, he had illegal, illegal gambling dens all over Cleveland and was given nicknames like the Number Czar and Kingpin. Hmm. Extremely uncreative nicknames. Well, they got a stick. What they the call? Number Czar? That's cool. Right. Sounds like a Marvel guy. I guess. It's me. Um, in 1954, a man named Hillary Brown supposedly a tried... A man named <laughs> Hillary Rodham Clinton <laughs> um, tried to rob one of Don King's gambling dens. There was a shootout, and King killed Hillary. He was tried for the crime, but the judge ruled that it was self-defense. However, more than 10 years later, in 1966, King got into another altercation with a young drug addict named Sam Garrett who owed him $600. He was kind of, like, mad about that and curb stomped him to death. Damn. Mm-hmm. That's um, pretty cool. He was tried again, but spent a fortune bribing witnesses, and no one showed up to the trial. <laughs> <laughs> Gee, that's The nice. jury <laughs> returned a verdict of second-degree murder. But the judge quickly announced that he was reducing it to manslaughter. He's probably like, I don't want to fucking... Yeah. So he goes to jail for a little while, but for, like, way less than mm-hmm. he should have. And according to Don King, the prison provided him with an education he'd missed out on on all his life. Really a glass half-full kind of guy. Cool. He was quoted saying, I didn't serve time. I made time serve me. <laughs> <laughs> Get it tatted. Um... So that's it for Don King. Word. My last hardcore one, you know the show Sons of Anarchy? I do. One actor in it named Johnny Lewis. He was also in Runaways. Isn't that a Kristen Stewart movie? Yes. I've seen every Kristen Stewart movie. <laughs> he's also, I've seen every Hillary Duff movie, and he's <laughs> also in Raise Your Voice. So in 2012, well, apparently... Little old Johnny just had like a quote unquote bad habit of breaking into people's houses. Mm. I knew a few people like that. Yeah. In 2012, he broke into his 81 year old landlady's house and ransacked the place before beating and bludgeoning her to death and also her cat and dismembered her cat. Why? Why? Dismembered? Yeah. Uh, you know what that means. Meow. Um, witnesses then saw Johnny jump over a fence, assault a neighbor, climb up the side of the house he was renting, where he either jumped or fell from the roof and died. Assault sounds so much more dramatic than, like, hit. He assaulted the neighbor. Well, we don't know what he did. That's true. Continue. Okay. Yeah. So, he killed this woman, killed her cat, and killed himself. Why? I don't know. Could be, like, the Black Mirror episode. Cat's a witness. Oh. Ugh. Gotta just squash them all. That's the best episode. So he died. He was a drug addict, but in the autopsy, he had no drugs in his system. He was born into a Scientology family. 
And that'll do it. Yeah. Um, but also, it was rumored that this was the result of a downward spiral after his breakup with none other than Miss Katy Perry. <laughs> Any kitty cats out there? <laughs> <laughs> I could see that. Okay, so that's it for my, like, hardcore, I killed somebody, I went to jail. But I have a healthy roundup of the almosts. Okay. Which are just as fun. I.E. Marky Mark. Marky Mark. Yay or nay? Um, here's my big nay. Okay. His penis is too big in Boogie Nights. Oh, I forgot he's in Boogie Nights. Mm -hmm. I really like him, actually. So he grew up in a poor area of Boston. He's like one of nine children, which is insane. Um, That's how the Irish Catholics roll, man. He was addicted to coke. He was a drug dealer whose favorite pastime was stealing cars by the humble age of 13 years old. That's like, do you remember the movie 13? Mm -hmm. I was 11 when I saw that. I'm like, wow, so, 13 is crazy. (laughs) I'm going to be like riding on sunroofs and doing heroin. (laughs) I'm just like, no, I'm just in eighth grade. (laughs) According to him, he actually stole the same car 10 or 15 times. I don't know why that's a point of pride. Like the same car. I always left it unlocked and the keys in it. So he's like, yeah. Was it just his car? (laughs) Yeah, so he's just like an adorable little rascal running around 13. Um, Except that, you know, he was like. carjacker. Yeah, but he's also like really, really racist. Mm. Because by 15, he and a group of his best friends were known for patrolling the streets of their neighborhood and physically. Attacking black people on site, including a group of school children and their teacher. The crime what? that landed him a felony stint in prison was robbing a Vietnamese man and beating him unconscious. It's all non-white people? Yeah. That seems more fucked up than all the other ones, to be honest with you. He would just beat people in the street? Yeah. And he went... I think he identifies that as his, like, rock bottom because there was nothing. There was, like, no no altercation. He just walked up and it was two guys. And he, like, beat one with a stick and then punched the other one in the face and left him permanently blind. And then um, the police, he was fleeing the police and another Vietnamese man offered him sanctuary, which is the moment where he's like, wow, we're all... We're all the same. We're all brethren. But instead of offering that sanctuary, he called him a racial slur and punched him in the face. (laughs) Um, Damn. But so he went to prison. He's a child, gets jacked, gets out, is inspired to make Marky Mark and the Funky Bunch. Mm. Great name. Anyway, that's Marky Mark. Bad guy. Will Smith. I know nothing about Man of the Orcs. You know what? What? I just, after I saw Bright, which is a very controversial movie. Should I do an episode about Bright? Yeah, let's just about the orcs. describe the whole. Um, after I watched the movie, I read his Wikipedia page because he's so great. Mm. Mm. Well, I watched the movie and I thought, wow, I really love Will Smith. And I was like, I don't know much about him. So I read. But tell I know me. something you don't know. What is that? 
after he won his VMA in 1989 with Jazzy Jeff, they beat up record promoter William Hendricks and left him blind in nearly one eye. So he was arrested for assault and criminal conspiracy. Yeah, but why'd they beat him up? I don't know. I don't know. What, you're saying he deserved it? Could have. Damn well could have. Okay, last one. It's a quicker. It's a quickie. Faye do it. She's like a supporting actress. She's probably 90 years old. She's in that show, My Crazy Ex-Girlfriend. She totally murdered her husband with a letter opener. (laughs) (laughs) And I think that's dope. And I just love the choice of weapon. And I imagine her as an old lady. (laughs) That's it. Those are the celebrities that have murdered people. The gang's all here. I'm sure there's plenty more we don't know about. Yeah. They just hit it well. Trope. Trope. Well. How's that second Red Bull treating you? It's it's good. It's treating me. I think my pupils are dilated. Yeah. I'm scared of what would happen to me if I had another one. Anyway, I think that wraps it up. Don't forget to like, comment, subscribe. Like it. Love subscribe. it. Subscribe. Review. What do you think? Hate it? Tell what me. Do you think? I can take it. I probably can't. Be nice to me, please. Yeah. She can't take it, so be nice. Ding. Bye. Bye.